you're listening to Barely Legal in Web3. I'm your host, Jamilia Greer. On this podcast, we talk about everything at the intersection between legal compliance and Web3 innovation. This podcast is an audio extract from my YouTube channel, where I bring to you in-depth interviews with Web3 entrepreneurs and innovators in Dubai and beyond. Listen, if you're a lawyer looking to upskill into Web3, you can check out my website, bitebow.io, for courses and our flagship Web3 Bootcamp. The Bootcamp provides you information about NFTs, cryptocurrency, and DAOs, and their associated business models and legal considerations. And the best part is, it's all taught by me. That's not really even the best part. You also get a chance to gain hands-on work experience with one of our partner companies. So no more feeling like you don't have the skills to actually do this stuff. And all of the information that's in this bootcamp is based upon my 15 years of legal experience across the world as an associate at law firm, in-house counsel, and most importantly, being an entrepreneur myself. So if you're really keen on it and you want to level up into Web3, check out bitebow.io. And now, on to today's discussion. All right, we are on. Amanda, welcome so much to Barely Legal and Web3. You know, Amanda, I know we were casually talking before the start of this, and I'm just really fascinated with the luxury side of First Ape Wives Club. I mean, I... I don't want to kind of get into too much of the utility of it, but just to kick off, why don't you tell people who are watching what First Ape Wise Club is and why you started it? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, First Ape Wives Club, we you're put together originally as a a brand um, that was had female empowerment behind it. You know, the first Wives Club film, if you remember that one, it was about women getting together and creating a community that was somewhere that all the women could go to work, you know, work towards like achieving goals and and their passions. So that was kind of, you know, that meaning behind that name and adapting it into the Web3 world was, you know, to, um, you know, choose a character and that was the ape wife. So, yeah, so that's how it was sort of came together and it um, evolved with, you know, a lot of utility that we have, you know, been working on for about 12 months. So, there is a huge utility on the in the real life, which um, you know we hope bridges the gap between where people are at now and getting to understand that how that NFT and Web three technology can benefit them, you know, and bridge that to um, real life. So, sort of showcasing that. And um, but yeah, as you said, there's a huge luxury travel program behind it, and you know we def- definitely want to get into that and sort of explain that. But there's 2,000 hotels globally involved. So that's yeah. amazing. And you know something. So something about me. I used to work at Marriott, and one of the my favorite parts of that role was traveling to the luxury brand hotels. So like your Saint Regis, um, your Ritz Carlton, because they were acquired Starwood after. Yeah, um, that's a great group. There's lots yeah, of <laughs> it's it's a great group, and I love this whole idea of like you know, first ape wives is that, you know, there's a luxury side to it because I think most women these days really want to pamper themselves. At least that's, I mean, at least that's what I like to do. Um, when I think of luxury travel, I think of pampering myself. So like, are there, are there those kind of benefits? Tell us a little bit about the benefits and uh, that are involved. 
Yeah, so actually the Marriott Group is one of our partners as well as, you know, Dorchester Collection, Peninsula. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of really well like Sofitel Group. I mean, there's so many in there that uh, we have these global partnerships with. But, um, you know, when, they, when our members um, book this through our travel agents who are travel partners of ours, pre-established companies that we've had relationships with for many years um, in our former career, um, we have the ability to upgrade everybody's rooms, give them $100 food and beverage credit, complimentary breakfast. You know, in some cases, the general manager sends champagne in a letter. Champagne? And Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice special view. I mean, no, but it actually happens all the time. I've, you know, I've been traveling recently as a customer, like, you know, to test it out and it happens all the time. Um, but, you know, some of them have like Teslas picking you up from the airport, Um spa access there's all these little perks that you know as um you know um people um who like to travel to have that just like that little extra care or feeling of like you know um vip it just sort of makes the experience a lot more special and um you know we also give like early and late checkout which for me is always a great addition because i'm always arriving wanting to get into my room (laughs) and you know it's so funny because when you think of like the whole like persona behind Bored Ape. And then you kind of think of, I mean, I know it's, you know, it's kind of a play on that, right? But you kind of think of like, what would an ape wife be like, right? Like, what what would she like to do? How would she live her life? Do you, I mean, it seems like you guys have really classified this persona of a woman who is, you know, I mean, and I'm just putting words in your mouth, but when I see it and when I think about it, is that she's she's high-powered, um, and not just empowered, but she has her own power coming from herself. Is that, can you talk a little bit about like that persona? Cause I think a lot of people are interested in that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the ape wife persona is all of that and it encompass, encompasses all of the, the boss like qualities that everybody is capable of having. We want to, you know, ignite that in our community and empower people to, you know, take on that part of the persona. You know, we also like to have fun, you know, and be a little bit tongue-in-cheek. You know, we just definitely want to make sure that everybody's, you know, enjoying the best of life but also, like, having fun doing it because I think, you know, having um, all of this, I've seen a lot of people with a lot of these, um, you know, resources at their fingertips, but if they're not super happy and having a good time and laughing and with each other, then, you know, it makes the experience, um, you know, not as valued as it can be when you can really like enjoy life with each other and and yourself. And I think that's part of the persona and also sort of not worrying too much about, you know, what other people think of you. It's sort of, you know, don't worry, you know, <laughs> be yourself. yeah, be your best self. But, you know, like we we definitely don't take ourselves too seriously, but we are, you know, empowered. We want everyone to feel empowered and, you know, we don't want to, um, there's not too much like constraints around like who we can be because we want to like keep that open to what's possible and impossible. So, yeah, just like letting everybody sort of take on the um, the best, um, you know, parts of what they see here and, you know, use it to their own sort of interpretation. But, I yeah, love it is a big <laughs> I love it. And I read that there's also like an intersection of entertainment and Hollywood in this. Can you talk a little bit about maybe even your background and how that kind of bled into this? Yeah. Um, so one thing that we all know is that, you know, obviously luxury is a huge, luxury and lifestyle is a huge 
um, you know, a huge um, category of something that we want to represent. But also, um, you know, we have the, you know, the Hollywood celebrity um, kind of access due to my uh, previous um, jobs in in the past. And, you know, over the last 15 years, I worked in the entertainment industry as a publicist and more recently as a film producer. And um, and we, uh, my job was always to get people what they couldn't get and um, get them into places and yep. network with people and rooms that they might not usually have access to. So um, I got to meet a lot of people uh, in the industry. And, um, you know, my first job in America was I was the publicist for Michael Jackson's family after he passed away and, you know, representing them through a pretty tough time. Um, that was my entry to um, to America. And um, so wow. it was quite a very steep learning curve and, you know, highly interesting. It was also very, um, you can imagine, like, there was a lot of emotion and a lot of, um chaos going on at the time there was a court case and and um obviously there you know um I was dealing directly with Michael's mother and his and his and his daughter Paris doing their first world interviews talking about like what what that what that was to them and you know and um and going through that on like a um pretty public level so you know having to you know um produce and and manage that and all these different relationships was you know a huge um huge experience going into global media roles um and so as a publicist that really kind of you know set me up to be able to work with a lot of very hard tasks and interesting people and um you know from there I went on to work with um the Hefner family members of the Rolling Stones um Priscilla Presley um the Hilton girls, uh, all different types of people, but Lindsay Lohan when it was like crazy, always when it was like the craziest was when I, I usually came in to come and manage something, you know, that needed some, you know, global press management and um, I won't call it crisis management, but, you know, it was sort of when it was, when it when the heat is on, that was when I came in. And so that really sort of like made me very, very, um, very agile and, well, you know, ready to, deal with pretty much anything that could come my way and you know over time the media industry changed social media became such a big thing and um and then I saw this opportunity in web3 and I just thought wow that's something you know that's really groundbreaking and we can take all of these like experiences that we've had in other media and bring it into this new world of media and you know so that's why um I was really passionately like interested to get involved because it was like been a while since we'd experienced something we didn't understand and I mean I'm sure you felt the same like when you checked it all out absolutely and I you know I mean for me it was it was kind of like how do I bring this experience of legal over into web3 which is like eh, it's okay and we all need you know like there's so many things under you know like that people are working out legally so what would you say I, I would agree but I mean I mean now that I'm in it I could totally see how entertainment and media be such a good intersection. And, you know, as you talk about those issues and the lifestyles, I'm sure you had a lot of access and visibility to those types of lifestyles. It's really cool that you're able to take like pieces of those lifestyles and then incorporate it into the utility for the NFT. And I mean, 
I, I mean, what is, what is like your average holder like? I mean, if you kind of were to interview one of the holders, um, who, who is that person? I mean, I can see anyone from the community of like my friends that I'm bringing in because we want to have all these leaders of our community so that we can have these kind of discussions, you know, as a community. Like when, you know, we've got all these Twitter spaces and Discord rooms and whatever we have, but we want to bring bridge that gap so that we can all have these discussions. And um, but yeah, so there'll be people of that, you know, that that are like top of their game in the entertainment business. Um there will be people all from like you know web 3 and um i hope smart investors that we are attracting as well we want to have the pe- people who are participating on our travel program and you know and want to get involved like that but you know we always also want the, those who are like looking for a savvy investment to um to consider the first eight wives club because we are putting beyond this like initial offering of the uh, in real life membership we're building out so many other categories of of business that we want this to be considered like a share in our company. We're building out animation, gaming, um, you know, metaverse plays. We're looking at um, some major partnerships that, you know, we'll announce soon, which will, you know, I think be, I wish I could say now, but it really <laughs> is, it's completing our play of like, you know, being the black Amex for the web three company, um, three for the web three world, but also giving that access to people that don't, want to spend two thousand a year and one million a month like we're sort of you know what if you're a dreamer and you're entering this space because you see the opportunity then we want to show you what that opportunity feels like in real life as well so you know we want to you know also give you know the you know full 360 version of being a player in the community of cryptocurrency and blockchain and all the web three things that we're all developing so we're you know wanting to we don't want to be like just one group of people. I think there's, you know, a community will be at its best when it offers all different types yeah. of cultures and communities to, you know, be able to give their part of what their experience is. I love that. And I, I love that you said that because that's because that's part of yeah. what it's about, right? I mean, it's about the diversity of it. And when you allow women who haven't had, you know, that type of access and that type of visibility to that type of lifestyle to really get close to it and to feel yeah. that. I mean, like, that's what motivates me. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I, I tell this story a lot, but like when I first started law school, I didn't know that I wanted to be, I mean, I knew I wanted to do something international, but my main requirements were that I wanted to fly um, business class and not have to pay for it. And I wanted to have nice shoes and nice handbags. That's all I knew. And How'd I did <laughs> That was, that, was like, that was like my career requirement. And it's funny. Yeah. Like, it, sa- it sounds very shallow, right? But we have to be honest with ourselves is that we all, most of us, I can't say all, but for the, for the most part, many people want that and they want to have the finer things. I mean, why would you not want to fly and not have to pay for it? Like, why would you, you know, I mean. Yeah, if it makes us work harder and, and smarter, like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, and I always say like I you know if you it's like if you act like this more of that will come to you energetically like I just feel sometimes it's like if shit is hitting the fan excuse my language go to a nice place and let it hit the fan because it won't you know and if it's going you know and if you're like sometimes just that energy will 
make it like things better like because you will be able to like you know sit and feel the energy of something that is you know really um really great in life and it will be able to make you attract all these other greater things in success in personal life in all different ways but sometimes it's like if you step into that you can like manifest it a little bit more around you in different ways and so I think it's also you know not just superficial it's very very good for you (laughs) it is no it really is and I spend I spend an extraordinary amount of my time on the palm in Dubai at the nice hotels Mm. Um, I like it and it's because of exactly what you just said is that when I'm when I'm hustling and I'm working either with you know law practice or with building a business, then I I hit a wall. I hit an energy wall, and I need to be refreshed. I need to be you know kind of renewed. And I just go there and I get in this element and I get close to the water and I'm like boom, that's it. That's for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You just it's it's funny how your surroundings are so important, you know, and how you feel how well-rested you are, all of these things play, you know, such a key role in how you, uh, you know, do your best every day. Would would you see, and I'm trying to, I'm thinking of like, I know a lot of women, um, particularly women lawyers that are new into Web3 and they're new into the space. And would you see this NFT as like a gateway NFT for them? Is it something that they should probably, you know, check out and get to understand as far as what what it feels like to be part of a community like this. Yeah, and absolutely we would have, I mean, the more smarter women that we can attract to our community, the better, that's for sure. So we, um, you know, we respect that knowledge coming to our community. And um, But, yeah, look, I think once they get in, like, I, I mean, look at our Twitter and feel us out, but, you know, I think that's the kind of like once we get further along and we're in, you know, more uh, more live discussions um, as we grow, I think those spaces and, um, you know, and, and conversations will resonate with people. And um, I hope it resonates with, you know, I hope everyone puts the input so that we can always have those conversations because, you know, I think, um, you know, I, I I am on Twitter a lot right now because we're we're growing our community and um, I would encourage more people to ask questions and you know like and um and start talking out there (laughs) (laughs) harass my inbox please I would love that um you know and um you know and we will start doing some live discussions on there soon and bringing some of these ambassadors that we talk about you know um from the entertainment business or you know uh, other web three founders and leaders like yourself but you know we do want to we will we've just been building a community so that we've got the audience there to start these conversations but in the meantime yeah we want to um we definitely want to feel that out that's amazing so one thing i was thinking amanda both you and i are kind of like founders women founders in web three and there's all this talk about the experience of being a woman in web three the ups, the downs, challenges, and all of that. I mean, what are the challenges, if any, that you kind of see and experience for women in Web3? I'll say women founders. Women founders. Um, you know what? I think I, I, I do appreciate that there is a difference between women and men founders. I just don't think there's so many of us. That's all. Like, you know, I've not really 
personally ran into any kind of um, things that have disabled me because I've been a woman uh, because I've actually found the Web3 community one of the most embracing communities I've ever worked in um, from the men and the women. That was one of the things that attracted me the most was that it was just so unguarded. The people were so warm and everybody wants everyone to get in on it, right? So um, I haven't really found any of those issues. I think there's just a um, a low number of representation, which is what we're missing. So it's sort of like we need more of these women, more women to come to the party. Um, but I think there's an equal offering for everybody out there. And, you know, this is one of the first industries that I could say it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. There is definitely a lot more men and bros, but they are definitely totally cool with us being here. And, um, you know, that there is even a, you know, I mean, I can tell you right now in my Twitter growth, most of them are still guys. Like, yeah. you Isn't know, funny? Yeah. they're all supporting our project. Yeah, for sure. Like we are definitely, you know, getting supported by these guys. And, you know, I mean, obviously I may be also like a lot more of a uh, stronger personality maybe than other women. And if other women are experiencing that, like I would love to, you know, talk to them and, and represent that because, um, you know, because I, I do speak, you know, I, I do really sort of feel that we can level up with these guys without it being too much of a problem. I, you know, that really resonates with me. Um, I really think that the Web3 industry as a whole is warmer than other industries. And you've, you've worked in, you know, corporate settings and you know. And like, like socially awkward places, you know what I mean? And yes. attendance and pretty socially like what's going on here. But I can tell you when you walk into an NFT community, like everybody's welcome and there isn't so much like I don't know it just doesn't have that like um I don't know there just seems to be a very nice energy around it without that kind of who are you talking to and who's friends with who and all that sort of stuff which you experience in Hollywood a lot but yeah I just one of yeah that was definitely one of the things I went to an event in in LA way back when I was getting started and it was my first NFT event and I walked in and the guys that I met was so great. They asked me to come speak on their like panel at um, South by Southwest. You know, they were loving that women were getting involved and, um, you know, and they, and they always check in and I think, yeah, I think there is definitely, um, you know, definitely we just need more women. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that point that you made about the men welcoming you in, I think that's true as well. I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hope you experienced the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I also would encourage more women to get into the space. I mean, I think this whole idea, this whole imposter syndrome has to stop. Like we have to stop doing that to ourselves and second guessing ourselves and saying, oh, well, maybe I don't, I don't know enough. You, you have an idea. Um, you know, you, you know, the bare minimum about how the technology works, go forward with your idea. And if you need help, find team members, find people yeah, to support yeah. you. And that look, if you think about this in one way, since when has a uh, company succeeded based on community until Web three? You know, obviously, yes, they've had followers or this or that, but true community is what women specialize in building in their homes and in their families and in their social circles. You know, we are we have we're the party organizers. You know, we organize the holidays. We're the, we are community leaders. Like women, 
should be better at this than men. So no disrespect to guys. But, you know, by nature, women are community leaders and, um, you know, and that's what these companies will succeed on. So anyone who's thinking, oh, I don't know if you can do it, you definitely can. And you just, as you said, find the other people that can fill the gaps of the things you don't know. Because how many people probably listening to this podcast think, oh, I'd love to do something, but all their skills are different. If there's a space they can discuss, which hopefully is ours, they can all get together and go do something and, you know, we'll give them tips. Exactly. And this, you know, this whole idea of entrepreneurship, because Web3 forces you to kind of think outside the box. I mean, this whole decentralized nature of the data that's floating around, it forces you to think, well, if everything is, if things are decentralized, right, and if there's more transparency, and if the playing field is somewhat leveled, there's more opportunity for me. And I think you're seeing a lot more people getting into this entrepreneurial mindset. So that also should be a boost for them to use it in that way. Oh, yeah, there's unlimited amounts of growth coming up soon. And I understand that everybody may be a little bit shy because of the market, you know, these past few months has given a lot of bad press to all the Web3 projects. But, you know, it had to happen, like, to balance things out. And it happened in the real world, in the stock market. And, you know, it's on. It's, if you look in the last couple of weeks, I mean, the announcements coming through from Meta and Google and Twitter and all these guys is that like at the forefront of these technology platforms is the blockchain implementation. And, you know, if you take notice of what the biggest companies are doing, they're pretty much going to filter down and um, and that the technology is here to stay. It makes sense. We've just got to work out how to adapt it so that we can all understand and, 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 and you know, fuse it into our into our day-to-day life previously it just looked like a bunch of art and everyone kind of bit confused you know we have to have that art and we and that creative component but also like how is this technology becoming part of our day-to-day life and that is how we that is why building these utilities and 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 um, and ecosystems around these nfts is key to this long-term success of you know brands like mine and you know and others coming out of um coming out of development is to, um, you know, to the market is I'm sure they'll have a lot more of this to show like, what does the technology do for me? You know? I think that's key. And that's, that's going to move everything towards mass adoption um, it, in terms of what are you doing on a day-to-day basis with this technology? How do you really interact with it? Um, where, where do you see this? I mean, you've given a bit of a hint about where you see this going a few years from now. Let me put a twist on it. Where do you see, first ape wives going a few years from now don't don't spill the beans um, on your upcoming partnerships but we we wouldn't mind (laughs) i mean look i i would love everybody to be you know using the first ape wife brand in daily transactions and um you know earning points and flying around the world and using our agents um in the real life um you know wearing our you know different things that we're looking to, you know, also have like fashion items and all of this. But, you know, going into Web3, we want to be leading in gaming. We're, we're sort of coming up with some cool partnerships that, you know, gaming is something that is definitely one of our big areas of, um, you know, of attraction. Um, so we do want to sort of build that out. We're looking at multiple worlds and what's all out there and, you know, how to 
sort of um, get into all that, but, you know, just sort of watching the market so that we can be agnostic across, you know, as many platforms as we can. Um, and then, you know, looking into, you know, how we enter the metaverse as characters and with shopping and items and, um, and you know, um, I think we've got like a tennis club planned and, you know, for, you know, just fun stuff like before we get too far. But, I mean, yeah, there, there's going to be some big announcements in the next couple of weeks, um, I hope two, three weeks. Um, also looking at an animation with some pretty well-known people to sort of like also take our characters into the mainstream so people can see, you know, these NFTs are going to be making money for their owners. And, um, you know, that is, you know, case study shown of how owning an NFT can also make you money. Um, you know, because we will be having our the people who own the apes that we cast in these shows will you know be earning talent fees. Um, we want to we want to show how that all is going to work. So there's some fun little things that we'll do while we're waiting for the metaverse fully to be fledged. But you know, we'd love people you know the metaverse down the track. But trying to come up with as many 2D kind of options that we can in the meantime, and you know, give our shareholders or our our NFT holders what you know value so that they can you know their investment is growing and yeah it's a lot of things (laughs) and you know so so it sounds like what you're describing is that the holders will actually own the ip for for their nfts yeah yeah we're looking yeah we're looking to pass that on to our holders and you know we'd love to uh, make sure that they follow certain guidelines um you know because we want to make sure that, you know, when they do use that IP that, that you know, they keep the ape wives in the, uh, in the class that they've become accustomed to. <laughs> I don't want them, like, <laughs> selling their souls on the metaverse or anything like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, we do want to, um, we, we do want to offer that to our holders so that the value is, you know, substantial for them, you know, in the future if we do our job right, which, um you know, we plan to do with some pretty incredible partners. Well, you had me at luxury and at, you know, the travel piece. But when you talk about the ability to use the NFT towards like something entrepreneurial or to use in whichever way, um, that's even more exciting. And, you know, I I think what you guys are doing for women is great. I personally can't wait to hear the news in the next three weeks. Um, for what's oh, yeah. coming up. So please do keep us posted. It's really been, you know, it's really been a pleasure speaking with you, Amanda. And I mean, first Ape Wives, it's, it sounds like, you know, you guys have a lot of great things going. Oops. We'll have to record that. <laughs> it's been a pleasure speaking with you, Amanda. And it sounds like first Ape Wives Club, you guys have a lot of great things going. And I can't wait to see what's coming up in the next month or two. Okay. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been amazing. Thanks so much. And oh, one thing I'd like to ask is if people are looking to find more information about First Ape Wives Club and they're looking to find you to give feedback, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, look, I mean, everything's happening on our Twitter. Like as much as I can update right now, it's all on our Twitter, which is at First Ape Wives. Um, you know, I'm on there. I'm listed on the top there. It's Amanda Rules with a Z because <laughs> I'm so mature. <laughs> um, but, but, um, yeah, and we've got a website, firstatewivesclub.io, 
and all you know all of our like social links are on there as well so but we're very we're very accessible so yeah please hit us up over on any of those channels hey let me know when you stop by dubai and we'll oh we'll yeah during the, <laughs> yeah we'll be trying out those nfts at the at one <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love it all right thank you so much